time has come, ladies and gentlemen. E3 2021, the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. It has arrived. It was here. It happened. We're going to talk about it today. As always, I'm joined by the bros, the X1 bros. First is Mr. McSpicy. Hello. Good to be here. There is George the Man. And last but not least, I am X1. Thank you very much, everybody, for being here. We are the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. Welcome. We had the Xbox E3 event. Uh, I said we just throw up the entire E3 trailer while we while right, we talk here. Um, and it was it. We, there were some expectations. There were some rumors. There was a lot of anticipation for this one, and I think I think it held up to muster. It was it wasn't what I expected, but it. Was what I expected from a <laughs> from a hype? No, from a hype perspective. You know what it I mean? It wasn't like, what I expected. But at the same, but I expected everything. But I expected they did. everything. <laughs> yeah, I was the first one to know. Well, I think I think first and foremost, the number one uh, thing that stood out to me just right off the bat was almost every single game we saw. We saw <laughs> almost every single almost game single we saw. No, after every single Ding. game we saw, with the exception of what Jordan you said, three were Diablo, Game Pass. Yeah. Game, game Pass, pass yeah. games. So yeah. they showed off. Pass. They showed off. If, if, I believe I'm correct here when I say this. They showed off 30 games, and 27 of them were Game Pass. Uh, only three were not Game Pass. Yeah. And, and a couple were uh, Xbox exclusive. Yeah. And I think if anybody is criticizing Game Pass, now I don't know how you can, in all honesty. And I think that you just show off your fanboyism. And I would like to quote Ronan uh, in the pre-show, who uh-huh. said... Uh, how can you walk away from this show without saying anything other than "Holy shit, I need game pass"? <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's accurate. No, it is. It, it, is. it was. It's amazing the value that they're showing and pushing forward at the Xbox Bethesda conference today is mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. Again, every single game that we saw, if you've not seen the conference, make sure you go watch it. In fact, in, in actuality, it's probably better to watch it after the fact because even uh, Andrew Courtney in chat is saying the bit rate was yeah, so terrible. It's, it's, it it's a little. It, it's almost. Since the, since they were doing it digital, like I get the you know wanting the live and you can see the reaction of chat and all that stuff, but the watching it live because what does YouTube do? It compresses it. Compresses it. And so yeah, it, yeah, so you don't. It, it almost, in my opinion, it almost doesn't do justice to some of those trailers. If you go back and watch the trailers individually, or just watch the VOD now watch of the, the Xbox uh, showcase, click it up to 4K. Uh, if your monitor supports it or, you know, something higher than 1080, the trailers look much better. The games look, I mean, it really, it, it does more justice to the games that we're getting. Well, the other thing that really stood out to me was we had like two speaking moments for a total of under five minutes. It was oh, all it game was Probably under three minutes. It was honestly, um, I noticed this at about an hour in. I was like, oh my gosh, they haven't talked for, I don't even know. I like 30, there was a 35 minute section of just game after yeah. game. I was almost like getting exhausted with yeah. how much. Oh, it was a lot. What? How much eye candy I was getting. It was like cake, David. Big yeah. old piece of chocolate cake. One piece is great. Two pieces is good. But if I'm eating the whole cake, you start to get a <laughs> stomach ache. I was like, this is the first time. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe they'll talk soon because I'm overwhelmed with how many games are happening at us. Yeah, no, it's it, it was crazy. So if you've not Which watched it, I still like. By the yeah, way, yeah, go go watch it. I think they did a fantastic job, really especially good. it being digital. Uh, not a lot of Phil Spencer on stage, not until the end. 
Um, we saw who was on stage. We start. We started with Tim Howard. Tom Howard. Tom Howard. I don't know why. Good old Timmy. Tim Howard. Good old Timmy Howard. The U.S. goalie. Todd Howard. Todd Howard. Tim Howard. The goalie. Yeah, he is. Todd Howard. Uh, who was on stage? And then who's the who's the girl that comes out? Uh, Sarah Bond. Sarah Bond. That's right. Who, by the way, I have a huge crush on. She's, She's my gamer crush. Gorgeous. She's my gamer crush. Although I'll be honest, her jeans were crooked. Like the design were crooked, and uh, I couldn't kick like my a eyes. style. It's like a style. Yeah, thing. you know, yeah. like there's yeah, yeah. like that. Thing where you just like staring. It was. A st- I mean, that's the new style coming out. That's yeah. totally fine. But she's my, she's gorgeous. She's my gamer crush. Yeah, she's, uh, I believe oh, it's Sarah. Here, here she is. She's yeah. on right now. Yeah, and then Jordan's See, look Jordan's look guy, Mister. Look at her jeans. We saw three, we saw a three four three there, and uh, yeah, Joseph Staten and, and Bonnie Ross. Bonnie were there. Ross were there, and then Phil Spencer, and that was basically uh, yeah. Pete Hines. He told Pete us Hines, that right. he told us that Doom Eternal is coming to Game Pass, and that it's going to be optimized for Series X. Yeah, so. so there we go. Let's just let's just go over some highlights that we saw. Can I start with mine sure. of the show? We've known nothing about Starfield, and we we don't really know that much more now, except for we got we got a, a date, a release date, and that's 2022. What is the what is the exact 11 11 2022? So next November. They like that 11 because yeah. Skyrim was 11 11 11. Yeah. And they've probably been waiting to do that Never again. Mind, we can 11, do 11, we can do 22. It. Now, what's <laughs> 11 plus 11 is 22. Oh, hey. The, I do math. The, wow, reason that, right. the reason that this excites me is it looks like, so I've, <coughs> excuse me, uh, like an Elite Dangerous has always appealed to me. This looks like that in single player RPG mode. This, from what it looks like anyways is that you're this person, you've got this giant ship, you're exploring mm-hmm. the galaxy. You it, have a robot friend, he waved to me. Yeah, he, he went, yeah, that's right. he's like, hi. He's, your, he's probably your gardener. It's probably, it's probably like a, a little Stardew Valley in there. He's probably like getting, have a good trip. getting resources from you. That's probably your home planet that you're on or like your, you know, your main Staging place. area. Staging area. HQ. But Star Citizen, or, or not Star Citizen, sorry, Starfield. From Bethesda, just what little they showed actually got me, okay, okay, I can see what they're doing here, and it got me excited. Well, it's actually funny that you mentioned Star Citizen. This probably will be the Star Citizen we've been waiting for. Yeah, you know, it's exactly. Gonna, it's going to have the pedigree of the Bethesda RPG, so just imagine like Fallout, Elder Scrolls, right? It's in space. I hope, I mean, maybe it's just going to be a fast travel thing, but I hope you can fly your ship because in the trailer we saw, they get it the ship. It looks like he's getting ready to fly a ship. Yeah, no, obviously, I think you can. I don't and see why you wouldn't be able to. It is going to be a shooter. There's, uh, They put down a gun on the table. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of Easter eggs here. Just so I, they, they show a lot of paperwork, posters, stuff yeah, like that. I, I, think, uh, I think this might be the Starfield everybody's been, or the Star Citizen everybody's been waiting yeah, for. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah. the flight simulator. Of uh, space games, yeah. Of space games, yeah. So this one initially, see, there's a friend. Here he is. A robot friend just waved to us. Yeah, this Sorry. one initially really, and what a way to start off the show. The biggest thing is, and wait for it, everybody, wait for it. Immediately following this, they came out and said, "Oh yeah, this is exclusive to Xbox," yeah. and it's like, "Yes, thank you." Yep, it'll be on finally. It'll be on Xbox, and, to- and then it'll be on PC. And tomorrow we'll probably see twenty articles on how it still might be on Sony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, it's, it's just like we've been saying, and and they did it or later on the show with different games too. But like, you don't make that big of a purchase to share all your stuff. So it's it's exclusive to the Xbox console. It is coming to PC via Game Pass and everything like that, yeah. but. Microsoft owns PC as well. So. so that one initially stood out to me uh, first. Let's go to Spicy, then we'll go to Jordan. Spicy, what what one game just first really grabbed you by the cojones and said, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> well, there. can I say something real quick? Sorry. Yeah, I love ahead. that artwork. Yeah, the oh, artwork is that fantastic. Is, that, that, that box art is, for, is uh, for Starfield, it reminds me of like the old... 
it's kind of like the old 80s Star Wars posters, you know? Like, yeah. it's just such cool artwork. Anyway, sorry, Mark. Just, no, no, there's, there's a lot. I mean... I, Give me the first one. The first one that just said... This spicy. is when I starred. Spicy, look at me. Uh, it's called Replaced. Did you see that one? Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Uh, this is like an indie-looking style game. It's a 2.5D yeah. bit platformer i've never seen anything yes. like this, it before. this was in the foreground there was like the water effects and stuff they're like really that in the foreground. they're really moving towards that uh, i mean you called it 2.5 bit but it's, it's similar to like the octopath Let's traveler right here yeah at a very 80s feel yeah so i'll put this up while i'm talking because um i was not i i've have we heard about this game i haven't no, heard about I this haven't. game so this know. was a new this is they have it's a new for us new for us anyways uh, I really like these style of games, and it looks gorgeous, awesome. The story looks amazing. There's a lot of intrigue. Uh, you don't know what's going on. This one came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. I know it's not like your big old AAA Battlefield, which, by the way, I love the Battlefield trailer. I love the Forza trailer. I loved uh, the... Okay, uh, let's hold on. Can we talk about this one real quick that you're on? This one, sorry, what's this one called? Replaced. Replaced. Again? Replaced. Now this one's coming out 2022. It will yeah. be on Game Pass. Uh, but what I what I enjoy about the Replaced trailer, Spicy, it's beautiful with the foreground and then like there's this depth yeah the parallax perception. that's going on. But the fighting is oh. slower. It's not like a traditional platform fast beat 'em up. It's like slow and deliberate. Yeah, kind of reminds me like the I don't know like the Prince of Persia, the old. PC Prince of Persia fighting like not like your Sands of Time Prince sure, of Persia sure. like the old I'm talking okay. DOS install you're like look at this fighting like look it's slow and deliberate awesome like is. like more real I, I don't want to use the word realistic but but just it looks like cool fighting we're like yeah. skill based fighting realism not butt bit, mashing bit art like yeah, it's yeah. realistic bit well, art how I, do you I love that graphical style. Ever since Octopath Traveler did, I mean, this is a little bit different than that, but it's kind of in that similar vein. Yeah. That what'd you call it? Like a two point five D. Two point like five D. It's such a good. Photo, it's photorealistic <laughs> bit art. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was another game that they showed that did that too, but that, it's just it's such a good art style. Yeah. So that's uh, that's yeah. replaced twenty twenty two. I'm gonna on go. Pass. Yeah. Uh, can I keep going? Just well, let's, let's get let's get Jordan here on the first game that stood uh, out to you. There's more. I want to talk. Can I can I just say one more? Yeah, go ahead. One more. One more. of the greatest trailers I have ever seen in my entire <laughs> life was the Outer Worlds 2. It was hilarious. Yeah. I they know what they're doing with trailers. They broke down. There was like how many fourth walls were broken the right there? Stereotypical trailer in a hilarious <laughs> way. It was fantastic. Um yeah, I'll let you, I just want to say that. Yeah, the Outer Worlds 2. No gameplay. No gameplay. No gameplay. Well, that's because Watch they the video. Yeah, the, vi the trailer explains why there's no gameplay, <laughs> yeah. and you'll know why. Uh, I'm and I'm excited that they announced it. Outer Worlds two. It's now be that's awesome. that's a big deal because Outer Worlds one uh, was a very well received game. It very was well very received. fun. It had really good expansions. It was a multi platform game. Yeah. Outer Worlds two was another one that went Xbox exclusive. Yeah. So it's going to be on the Xbox console exclusive, right? I mean, it's going to be on the Xbox platforms, which would be, you know, wherever Game Pass is essentially. But that that's another huge one because that's Outer Worlds was a lot of fun. It's a fantastic yeah. game. Uh, Jordan. Now Jordan. Yeah. Game, I just that, wanted to game that really stood out to you just right off the bat. Your first one that you were like, wow. 
I, I mean, that's uh, that is really hard because there's a lot. I know. Right? I have so, all these notes, and I mean, I, I guess excited about. there's there's three there's like probably three games that really push my buttons the right way. Sure. But the f- one that I'll talk about that we're gonna talk about anyway is the Halo Infinite stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. What'd you think of the Halo Infinite? So they started out with uh, Joseph Staten on the stage and Bonnie Ross and. Uh, Heroes then, of the Halo franchise, like yeah, yeah. Uh, for those that know, Joseph Staten was behind uh, ODST, and then he worked a lot on Halo One and Count, Combat Evolved. Yeah. Right? So anyway, um, then they showed a quick mo- uh, single-player uh, trailer, which, by the way, I thought this trailer was really well done mm. because they did a lot of like small animations that I like. So basically, he's Master Chief is floating through space. We've all seen yeah. it. He's kind of going Let's through the uh, going through the uh, you know the rubble right and the first thing i notice is first of all he's cool because the guy he's talking to is like you only have one bullet and he's like it's enough <laughs> and you're like all right yeah, yeah that's uh, master yeah. chief that's great but the first thing is he was floating through all this debris and he started to float through marines humans and yeah. if you notice he was very delicate yeah, there, was around new, there was new yeah there that like because cool. it was it was because they're dead right he's so respectful like, yeah exactly it was it was yeah. very cool there was another part where he actually slams into a warthog and you can feel the because his armor is so heavy. You know what I mean? There's there's lots of little details like that. And then at the end, he talks to this AI. Uh, if you're watching live with us, you can see like how he just I gently, move. you know, yeah. He's yeah, crunching he's very, through all this yeah. debris and then he slowly. And there's gently. another part where he takes a Marine's gun and he's very like you could. There's like a uh, what, what would you call it? Like there's a amount of respect you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's very cool. It humanizes Respect him. and yeah. compassion. Yeah, exactly. It humanizes him, right? Right here, if you're watching live, he's he's reaching down, uh, and he does it slowly and kind of moves things out of the way to grab the rifle from the Marine who's dead, right? But anyway, super cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, that chief's I, a good guy. Yeah, like, no, it was just like, it was a nice touch. You know what I mean? The, super th- cool. The thing, the thing that Sony does so well is Sony shows off, they don't even show off gameplay, they show off story. Yeah, yeah. And they exactly. do it in a, in a very mature, very... Um, engaging way that pulls you right in and says, I, I want this game. I've not even seen gameplay. Yeah. I feel like that they did a good job. That that was similar to what Halo did. Exactly. Because towards the end of the trailer, he has this conversation with an AI and they're talking about Cortana yeah. and, and all this stuff. And, you know, Master Chief doesn't have an AI in his, in his chip yet. So he takes this new AI with him. And just the way they, pre- I, you know, explaining it doesn't do it justice. You need to really go watch it. Uh, especially if you're a fan of the lore and you like what's going on with the Halo universe right now, because it's 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 a good interaction between Master Chief and this new AI yeah. that we don't know much about. You and know? it's a cool story. Also, side note, I want an SD card slot in the back of my head. As well. yeah. 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 If, yeah, if you get AI like this, <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of, uh, I don't know if, you know, it's nice that Chief has an AI in his helmet again. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's kind of... It's kind of heartwarming. The other thing you is know, they, like did, just, they did talk a little bit about the world at the beginning. And one thing that I noticed is they said they did not use the term open world. Yeah, I think they're being they, they use the term largest large, largest space, largest world space. Or they, something something like that. You notice they know this is the it largest. Was, it was very nuanced. It was basically to give you this idea that like it's the largest world we've built without saying open world. Well, because I, think, I don't know that it is. And what I think it's going to be is I think it's going to be. Like well, kind of like that first level in in Combat Evolved, yeah. where you got to choose. I mean, you basically ended up in the same place, but you got to choose which objective you did. Which first. marines you go save first? Yeah. Or yeah. if if anybody's played like Gears of War, the new one, uh, Gears Five, they have kind of an open world section. Uh, the one that I think it's going to be most like 
is actually Resident Evil 8, if anybody's played that. Resident Evil 8 has like an open world, but it's a linear open yeah, it's not, world. It's you know not what I mean? Really like, open world it's like, yeah, I can go over here and get all these collectibles here and go here and I, I unlock stuff to I get here and here. I you know? that method over open world. But if you, if you look at the map of Resident Evil, like every zone is connected and yeah. you can go to each zone, but it's... The story is very linear in the way it directs you. You know, I I think it's gonna if you've played Resident Evil Eight all the way through to the end, I think it's gonna be similar to that type of open world. Yeah. Halo Infinite trailer, oh, vastly improved compared Can, to last compared to last year. Awesome yeah. trailer. Let's talk multiplayer because that seemed to be more of what they they highlighted here. So one of my favorite moments of this entire thing. This is maybe it's the nostalgia in me, but we just saw the clip of where. You're flying up. He gets launched up, and then he shoots no scope a headshot. Yeah. And actually, look at my notes, Jordan. It's he says it no scope. Like you know (laughs) the the the, the the narrator. Yeah. It's I think it's nostalgia, but it is the coolest feeling to do things in multiplayer that are crazy cool. You know, like kill tacular. Yeah. And I love the no scope. uh, Well, I think they're going back. To what works best in multiplayer, Jordan? Tell me. Well, I tell got me some feelings uh, that you got. Some I vibes. got. I got a lot of like Halo Three vibes, uh, which is good because Halo Three was really well done. I love and that. the reason I get that is because a lot of the stuff they're did like these are all skill weapons. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like the no scope. Like it wasn't you know there was no tracking or anything. Like it was all these were all skill shots that they're doing yeah. melee combat, jumping into vehicles. They show off playing capture the flag. Um, in, in chat, they're talking about jacking air vehicles with yeah. grappling hooks. And that's another thing. I, I, there may have been some people that were skeptical about the grappling hook. Cause it's not, like, it's because, not yeah, because it does. traditional. Now, this is what I think. If you know, cause I watched this trailer multiple times. Of course. If you notice, especially when they go into first person, you can see the grapple hook on his arm, even when he's not using it. And there's other abilities that people use with their arm. Like there's one guy who holds his arm up and it reflects the shot back at the back yeah, at another yeah, person. That's true. He didn't have like a grapple hook on his arm. So they're not all these characters have grapple hooks on their arm. I think the grapple hook and like the little reflecty thing that we saw, the reflect yeah. bullet or the reflect plasma arm ability, I think those are gonna be the new uh, what would you quote unquote Spartan abilities? Yeah, you, you know yeah, what I, I mean. Like that. that. That'll be kind of your loadout or something like that, and that's how they'll balance it or, or whatever. But that's what I think. What I don't if think they're power ups? Maybe on they, the they might even be power ups. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that, that's another thing. Oh yeah, I'll re- yeah. Sorry, I want to watch the multiplayer specifically. But go ahead, Jordan uh, or Mark. You said power ups and no, yeah. I well, it could be because it could I mean, be too. No, that's that's actually if, very. If valid. they stay to their traditional minus Halo Four, you know thing. Uh, it, it is power ups on the map, and those seem like a power up to me. Yeah, the Look grapple at the DMR hook. right there. Well, see, and there's another so one. Good. See, he shot like a, a a radar grenade off his arm, so that's why I was thinking. Well, like you said, they could be power ups around the map, or they could be like armor ability. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, which is very so very cool. Do you think this is their take on loadouts then? That well, so they they did do loadouts and arm. So they did armor abilities in Reach, which like there's the Spartan that could sprint, one that can yeah. jetpack, all that stuff. I think that's this version. That's what I think. But you you brought up a good point. I didn't even think about that. They may be power ups. Yeah. Uh, on, on the map as well, which is really cool. Another thing uh, that I really enjoyed is at the end of the trailer, it shows samurai armor. Which is very Halo Three. Wait, they did? Uh huh. At the very, at the very hold on, hold on. I'm skipping. I'm no, sorry, no, you'll, yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll yeah. see it. It comes up right here. Actually. Yeah, it comes up in just right. after the capture flag. Yeah. It shows off samurai armor, which is very cool. Uh, which is very Halo Three because there's hate there's samurai armor in Halo Three, which also you had to earn. Yeah, which makes me think there's going to be a lot of cool earnable is the key word. 
yeah. earnable uh, Spartan armors that you can get, whether it's ranking up, having a certain MMR, all that fun stuff. I mean, it is going to be completely free to play, so I'm sure they're going to make their money somewhere. But seeing that armor and how they showed it off specifically... I don't think it's going to be like, hey, if you pre-order the game, you'll get this armor. I think it's going to be a specific earnable type of armor in the game. The fact that they're going, and we can't glaze over that, the fact that they advertised free-to-play is also very interesting. Also right there, if we can rewind, notice when he throws up the the shell, I think we're getting spray paints. I think that's what that was. Yeah, and I actually, I thought that that too, and I thought, oh God. (laughs) But but I think we're going to get some of those things There's because a feature it's, that's not it's gonna free be to play. And I think free to play is going to be very good for Halo because it's going to just bring so many people into the game, into the genre. Competitive mode is going to be pause next it. level right there. So right here. So what's interesting here, you remember the skulls you had to collect? He's playing oddball. Yeah. Well, uh, is this the oddball then? Hey, I that- would assume it's the skull. Yeah, well, I mean, the skull was from even the campaign where you had to go collect everything. That's how you got the samurai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for collecting all the skulls, yeah. So we're looking at this. Yeah, there's Jordan. There's sprays. There's a Master Chief there painted on the wall, sprays. and that's got to be a spray. <laughs> yeah, there uh, are sprays. Well, in this I guess game. I mean, if if they make you pay for sprays, I guess I won't really have to worry about spending a lot of money. <laughs> so uh, I do want to just we'll roll see, through. Jordan, sprays. Sorry, David. Sprays are important in the fact that they make other things more beneficial. I guess. Yeah, I guess sprays. The are problem the arises lower tier when they just give you sprays. That's when it becomes a problem, yeah. i.e. Overwatch. Yeah. That's when it's a deal. Just just running through chat on the Halo. Now, if you haven't seen Halo Infinite, go look it up. It's it's a really good trailer. Uh, really got us all excited. But uh, so where's the T-Buck says... It's coming up in just a the second. The linear here. rifle looks sick. There it is right there. Oh, yeah, you're right. But look how they showcase the samurai armor. They specifically show him. Yeah, they do. Right, right there. there. Right and there. then they do... Yeah, zoom yeah, in. Like, it's very specific. True. Yeah. Uh, I don't know no. why I, I see. And the just... fact, look at free to play, very interesting. So since we have Game Pass, doesn't matter to us. But you don't have to have Game Pass. This is going to be available to everybody. I think mm-hmm. that does a couple things for Halo. I think that gets a new generation of Halo players in, um, which I think is very ambitious. I think it's a good move by them because, let's be honest, if you're if you've grown up in the Fortnite age. Let's say you were 10 when Fortnite came out. Mm-hmm. You're now 17, 18. You're a man. You're you Fortnite, you're you've gotten other games like Apex, you've gotten um I don't know, all these free to play games that you're not you don't have to pay for that are multiplayer. Halo took is taking that wall away mm-hmm. and enticing you and saying, "Hey, Come come play well, come play what you're used to, when, but come play it better here in Halo. I mean, when you go to free to, when you go free to play, you automatically have a higher audience, right? I mean, yeah. look at look at Call of Duty Warzone, right? The base game Call of Duty is paid for, and then Warzone is free to play, and Warzone has an insane amount of players, yeah. player count, right? Yeah, I, mean, I just want to run through chat here real quick. All, all on Halo, everybody in chat super excited. Um, T Buck says that linear rifle looks sick. Mm-hmm. Nerdluck says the hook shot to the banshee though. Ronan says jacking air vehicles with the grappling hook. Let's go. I wonder how <laughs> skill based that's going to be because I wonder if you have to hit a certain part of the ship. Yeah, I mean, probably. Or if it's like that one physics game, Michael Bay physics. It pulls game. you with it. Yeah, or if it launches you if you can't get it <laughs> and you just fly across the map. Andrew <laughs> Courtney says this game gives me uh, Halo Three vibes as well. From no, it really does. It really does. Dark Knight says this trailer looks amazing. Absolutely. Fantastic uh, Beast says the hook shot to the Banshee had me like whoa. I mean, everybody, if you've not seen it, go check it out. I also do want to shout out uh, real quick, Drillbit Taylor. 
with uh, becoming a wingman status. Thank you very much, Drillbit Taylor. Yeah, Appreciate I think that. Uh, after seeing what they've done for the past year, uh, I, I'm excited they waited a year. I'm excited for this new trailer. I think Joseph Staten came in and he said, hey guys, this is how we did it in my day. Well, what a and difference. Just, what a difference then, yeah. that this trailer compared to last game showcase, last mm-hmm. year's game showcase trailer. Mm-hmm. Which I still think that trailer was okay. It's just just some of the art in the game was not ready. Well, what they could have done if they don't want to show off the gameplay art, right? Like if it's mm-hmm. not ready, just show a story like they did here. And I think that's fully the move of the new creative director. Or just put like pre-alpha footage. That's why you get that's why you get this footage out. might suck. That's why you go out, but that's <laughs> but why you the go game's out. better than Yeah, but that's why you go out and get a creative director and the creative director says, "Hey, let's show off this cool badass story and really get people hooked." We'll see and this trailer alone, like just just that that just um, let's let's jump back to the single player stuff for just a second. Those little nuances that that he did with the marines and how he slammed his armor up against, you know, like all this all that those little details. What did you what's the word you used? Compassion? Right, it made yeah. him seem like through his actions, they're they're telling the story about him. You know what I mean? And I think Joseph Staten, I think one of his strong suits is storytelling because I th- I think he, uh, so he did, he did ODST, uh, which by the way I thought was one of the best campaigns because I really enjoyed how they told the story. Sure, uh, which is just the back and forth, you know, time jumps. And then I think he helped write story on Recore. So I think story is one of his strengths, and I think that trailer is a di- direct representation of him being. Yeah. Ahead of the game right now, you know. Yeah. Halo Infinite releases this holiday season, and we we figured that we this have, is going to be the big selling point by by Microsoft. I think uh, Chat is having an interesting discussion that they're talking about. The only concern that they have is that there is not a hard date, so they're they're worried that it might be delayed. I I think that's a valid concern, but at the same time, it gives more. Freedom. It allows for. More hype to be ha- to be happened in two months when they announce a date. Yeah, can I? Can so I, I think I think. Can I say what I think is happening here? Sure. So as a community, the head of community for a game. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, good is a that is a that is a deliberate way to say it will be there for holiday 2021. We don't have a specific date at this time, so they don't plan on delaying it. We do this all the time. <laughs> Inside, you say it's coming uh, soon. And you or or and when it's supposed to be in quarter three, you know it's coming in quarter three, but you don't have a date nailed down. Yeah. You want to make sure everything's nailed down first. I I guarantee you it's coming holiday twenty twenty one. I just don't think they have a specific date, and I bet you it has less to do with if the game is ready or not, and more to do with what is everybody else releasing, what is the best date to release we'll see, when yeah, we can own the day, when we can market it. Stuff and like even that. even if uh, even Ronan said in chat, keep it away from Battlefield and Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, like, so exactly. you're gonna have you're gonna want to have a time where you just absolutely own three weeks of yeah of. Price. So I I wouldn't be surprised if they even went deep into December because we're getting Battlefield in October. You're yeah. generally gonna get a Call of Duty How in November. How deep in December can you go though? You I don't know. think it has to be early December. I don't think you want to because if the you're twelfth. But if you're using this to drive Xbox sales and Game Pass sales, you want it. You want it early enough because people shop way be- long before December. I don't. <laughs> I, you know, when I shop on release days, David. <laughs> yeah. That's when I shop. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I actually kind of hope it'd be December because we have Battlefield in October, and then we have uh, there's there's another yeah. there's a couple other games well, coming there's out. Forza there's Forza November 9th. Yeah, so December and see there you go. 
let let's jump back to what EA did a few years ago. You do not want to make the mistake of going Battlefield, Call of Duty, Titanfall two here, three here, weeks in a row. Here's the thing, you know though, what I, mean? I, I don't think that that's as big of a concern because it's here, Game Pass. Because it's on Game Pass, so it doesn't matter if you've got all these games coming out. If f- four four of the five games big in that month are on Game Pass, Halo just adds to that. They're, yeah, but you still, they're using Halo to get people into Game Pass. You still want players not to buy Halo. No, no, no. Yeah, but you still want players to flock to the game day one. I mean, you want those numbers. Yeah, and also you got to keep in mind too. They might be lining trying to line up events surrounding the release of this, whether that's tournaments, Twitch streams, oh, yeah. stuff like that. I guarantee you, there's going to be big streamers streaming this. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if, they're if trying to line that stuff up. If it's delayed again, that would be unfortunate. I mean, if I, it's delayed, it's delayed. I, I, I tend to lean. I, I think you're right, David. I think it's more of a. I think they're waiting to see what else is. No, you know, they're yeah. lining up marketing stuff. They're making sure all their ducks are in a row. It, it won't be delayed. That's specifically vague, so that you don't have a. So that, like you said, you can have a press day of the. Yeah. The, it adds. I think it's a way to add hype and yeah. still yeah. making sure all your ducks. are Regardless, right. super exciting, man. Super. Anyway, there was Super that. Exciting. That was one of that one of the games that I was. Excited yeah. Can I for, can so, I get yeah, uh, to the next game that I'm just yeah. super stoked for? Yeah. Yeah. And so much so that I'm going exclusive with this game on my other channel. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And yes. that is Forza Horizon Five. And we, there was a lot of rumors surrounding Forza Horizon Five. Uh, eventually, a few weeks ago, we heard it could be coming to Mexico. We heard Japan before. We heard, is this motorsport? Is this Forza Horizon Five? We don't know. Forza Horizon. We talked about it. Makes a lot of sense from sense from a marketing standpoint because it's a wider base. It's a wider audience. It's not so simulationy. Mm-hmm. And Mexico, it looks amazing. It, it is. It's coming. It's coming to Mexico. We've got biomes. We've got jungle, desert. <laughs> We've got biomes. We've got jungle. We've got <laughs> yeah. desert. We've got jungle, we got desert. We've got photorealistic environments. Photorealistic environments. We've got cities, Gorgeous. beaches, volcanoes, mother effing volcanoes. <laughs> We've got dust storms. It looks really good. Spicy, you said this to me before the show. This is the best looking game you've ever seen. They really highlighted it in game. The palm trees, individual leaves. The cactuses, individual needles. Individual they did a really good needles. job. Well, they, is there, later on, in the, we're watching the trailer while we're talking. The poor uh, intern. I know. Later on, they show just random landscapes. And then the cars kind of like come through it. The random landscapes look real. They look yeah. real. It looks really good. It is. Yeah, it looks a ray, ray tracing. First game. time ray tracing in a Forza game is. It's Don't coming. they have ray tracing in four? Well, but didn't it didn't launch it? with oh, it. Okay, yeah, okay. it didn't launch with it. This is a game that I'm sure that they had it in mind. They prepped yeah, for it. It's yeah. optimized for it already. I think this is their chance to show off what the Xbox Series. Yeah, this Xboxes got me. This got me so oh, excited. Yeah. I said to hell with vigor. We're going. <laughs> we're going Forza Horizon Five. Uh, we're becoming a Forza channel, and I'm very excited. <laughs> it looks yeah. so good. This is one of the most gorgeous games you know, I have ever seen. This this one actually surprised me a little. I knew we were gonna see something Forza, right? I you know I didn't necessarily know if it was gonna be Motorsport or Horizon or whatever. So when it popped up, I was like, okay, Forza Horizon. What surprised me is I didn't think it would be so soon. I yeah. thought we would get a Horizon or a Forza. You know, beginning of the year next year. This is November 9th. Yeah. And yeah, it's on November Game Pass. 9th. Yeah, and they showed off some of the things, some of the new features. There's all new live mode and stuff. Now, apparently, so a couple criticisms. I have four. a criticism, a big criticism. We do not want it to take four hours in order to start oh, playing oh, the please. game. Yeah. That's probably the main Oh, one. my goodness. Yeah. The, the one that I'm a little bit, a little bit 
questionable on. You're probably mean you are. Is there's still seasons. Oh, okay. And I'm and I'm curious at how these seasons will run. The the language that they use is is interesting because I, I think they recognize that seasons sucked. Well, they they locked you into yeah. It locked you. It locked you into. Well, okay. Sucked is probably a strong word. I, look, I appreciate when developers take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate when developers take a risk. Right, it's how you get new and good game yeah, mechanics. Sure. Right. I don't think this risk paid off. I I would prefer. This is just me. I'd prefer not a four hour tutorial to be, pull the right trigger. No, right? I, I I can this, guarantee you that's not going to happen. This is what time. they need to do. I'm just going to give them free advice. That I do. They don't have to pay. By me the way, no they, consultation. By the way, no, no I consultation love Abraham the voice actor. Oh yeah, yeah. He, uh, he was so excited. Yeah, there you go. Hey. He is so excited. I love that guy. So no free consultation right here. All you need to start out your game is just do a little like mini uh, mini race. M- no mini like. Like uh, intro that makes you feel good about yourself, you know, like they did with Forza Three, and you're like, yeah. "Whoa, yeah." The one you failed, like the live action intro that they did. <laughs> the, anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all like the <laughs> yeah, and you're like, "Whoa, yeah." Anyway, and then and then just do like like a five ten minute max like showcase race, and then just let me loose in Mexico. Well, and then with that, me. you can say what Forza Horizon is about. It's a big party. You're gonna unlock stuff like this and do it, yeah. and then you're out. And going. Yeah. And hey, if you want to do it this way, like when I roll up to a, a new race for the first time, just, you know, hey, this is a new race. You do this. <laughs> Nerd, you know? Luck, Nerd Luck says well, there's only one season in Mexico. Uh, and Ronan <laughs> says, yeah, uh, hot and monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> so I paused it on this frame. Look how gorgeous oh, this is. And this is this is in game. This is when they talk about the individual needles. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, you know, go watch this trailer on your own to see because it's not probably going to do justice yeah, here. Yeah, because compression and everything. We're, yeah, we're doing this live. But like these scenes blow my mind how good they look. Oh, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous. Well, no, it's just, yeah, look, five, <clears throat> ten minute intro of a showcase race where you can have your jets flying over, your crazy jumps, your switching cars, all that, whatever you want, and then just let me loose in Mexico. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like your complaints with, with Assassin's Creed and all that stuff. Just let me get to the game. Yep. You know? So do you know how many accidents are avoided in this trailer by I the way? Like, like this guy's a good driver. Yeah, like there's so much going on. So like, whoa! So everything <laughs> Oh my so god! Just, just like Forza, they they renamed it new stuff, but just like Forza, it's AI. So everybody you're seeing in the race is an actual player and they're using that AI stuff. I forget who said it in chat, but they took and that's one thing that really popped. Look at the skies. They took twelve hours of four K footage. For the sky. Well, that's what they did with the. the uh, I think they did, they did that, that with Australia, Australia as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forza Horizon Three. For what made Forza Horizon Three, in my mind, the best Forza Horizon ever? Forza Horizon Four is good, and if you if that was the first one you jumped into, uh, it's a really good. I mean, it's a Forza Horizon is just a quality quality game. Twelve K footage, Ronan says. Yeah, twelve K. Yeah, twelve K. Uh, anyways, Forza. What made Forza Horizon Three, in my mind, the best Forza Horizon ever, is the location. They balanced it so well between the, they had this giant continent of Australia and they had everything there. They had cities, they had beaches, they had mountains with snow, they had deserts and, and sand dunes and, and, and dry kangaroos. lakes. They and you could kangaroos. go and you could go to any of those any of those areas whenever you wanted to. I feel like Mexico is set up to do something similar, especially since they, they showed off quote unquote snow capped volcanoes. I feel like even though there's seasons, I want to see how these work out because I'm not sure 
that it's going to be the same that they did in Forza Horizon 4, which was a little bit limiting in my in my opinion. Sure. Well, like like you said, they're doing the biomes. I would almost prefer like, hey, there's a mountain biome up there. That's where it's going to snow. You know, and I, I'd almost prefer that than covering the whole map in whatever season it is for the week or day or whatever. You yeah. Know? So oh. I, so the original real quick, just on, on the sky capture. So the original says they built the camera just to take the footage. Makes sense. It looks you so good. 12K cameras, video cameras, aren't exactly on the shelves of Costco. Can't go get it at Circuit City. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I paused this on the screen so we can look. Look at this, like, game snapshot. We're looking at rocks here. I know rocks. Looking at rocks sounds stupid. Ronan says those are some sexy rocks. <laughs> those are some sexy <laughs> yeah. rocks. Seriously. But look at the clouds. Look at the sky. Look the contrast. How good. This looks. You, you put that as a wallpaper. You think it's a real picture someone yeah. took. And this, I'm going to go ahead and press play again. This is a game. This is an engine. This is a real-time engine, and this is what we get to play with. Yeah. With Playground, you know, in a yeah. Playground. Yeah, playground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Look how good this game looks. Yeah. Blows yeah, my looks, mind. It looks really good. Now, now, we're getting more footage of this tomorrow, more news on this, more, more gameplay. One of the things that they talked about in this as well was they're getting rid of blueprints, and you can create your own... Because um, blueprints were a little bit confusing. I thought that was going to land on these cars. <laughs> like, oh so you can create your own races, but then you can create your own events. So like uh, hide and seek or capture the flag. You'll be able to completely create your own events. Some really cool community stuff that we're going to be able yeah, to do very there. Cool. Very exciting. Can I talk about my maybe criticisms? Yeah, I know this is, this is like uh, possibly speculative. Sure. Maybe makes me a little nervous. Whenever I hear the word in these games, I've said it on the show yeah. before, Seamless. whenever I hear the word seamlessly, <laughs> I get nervous because I have never seen a game work with seamless multiplayer. ever. Yeah. Multiplayer. And they, they specifically mention, uh, you can, I wrote this down, you can, there's a Forza, they call it Forza Link, which is like a, I don't know, an algorithm. Apparently, that chooses and connects you to people and games automatically, essentially, is how, how this, I think, works. I don't like that. Uh, well, Honestly, how it works. I think it's the first, the first thing I think of, it sounds like marketing Jargon. spiel yeah. for matchmaking. But it's <laughs> automatically. This is what, see, we're watching how all this dialogue's popping up on the screen. Do you want to play a race with me? Yes. It reminds me of the seamless nature, quote unquote, not seamless, but kind of of Grand Theft Auto Online when it initially launched. Yeah. And to this day, I still get phone calls on my phone that keep popping up Yo, that distract I, me from want, the actual game. Do you want to know my interpretation of that sure. when, when they said it? Is it's It all has to do with the AI stuff. So like sure. drop in, drop I out. Think, I think they're just, when you're in a race, there's some people that are going to be real and there's some that aren't going to be real and you won't know. Okay. It will always feel like multiplayer. That's how I view it. For sure. And it could work. This could be the first game that seamless actually works out in my brain. It just makes me nervous yeah, no, to agree. hear that one. They they say that for all the Forzas, right? So it's probably just an iteration on the current system. Yeah, they I like, already have. I like you know that. I, mean? I like that instead of like, look at this. This is Pinata Pop. Because uh, there's Mexico, this like game. hilarious. This would actually be really fun to have a bunch of people try to Dude. get all. Oh, <laughs> oh, <that> looks, <laughs> like oh my goodness. Almost crashes. <laughs> oh my so goodness. Crazy. And it looks uh. like we. I see Ronan in chat likes the idea. I see that the seamless nature on paper sounds really good. 
I just my butt clenches a little bit, you know, when I hear that word. Because yeah. I well, as long as there's no cell phones involved, it's probably <laughs> I know not with Lester calling me every twenty <laughs> seconds, telling me there's a heist going on. So Forza Horizon Five, I'm very excited. Uh, for this. Very, Looks yeah, very amazing. Cool. <clears throat> very very excited. So that's my only maybe criticism. So. Mine is seasons. My big question mark yeah. is seasons. I want a little bit more information on Mine seasons. Mine is the tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. But regardless, I'm very excited. This has huge potential. Yeah. Huge potential. Console there. seller, David? Console seller? I think for in the racing genre, if you're a racer, Forza is it. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah. And and I don't here's the thing. I don't know if it's a console seller, but I think it's a game pass another reason to get game pass. Game pass, yeah. I think I think this whole Show. What we watched, this whole show we watched, is the reason to get Game Pass. That's what we got, and we didn't even mention this, but maybe we can move into the Bethesda side of things, David. For yeah, let's let's go into that. Thirty Bethesda games are on Game Pass now. Yeah, yeah. Thirty. These aren't these aren't watered down games. No. I wrote down the list of the ones just initially that I saw. These are Fallout, Dishonored, Elder Scrolls, Wolfenstein, Evil Within, Rage, Prey, Doom, Eternal. And what there? I mean, those are those are what I was just writing down really quick as they showed. I can yeah, probably go find Doom it. Eternal is is coming, and it's up to Game Pass. And later this month, we're getting the oh, that's a dirty trailer. <laughs> oh, right, <But> anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, we'll talk about this one later. Yeah. I think it's um, no Doom Eternal's uh, coming to Game Pass, which is great. But also, it's later this month a free upgrade for those that already own it. So if you have it on Game Pass, that's considered uh, you know owning it through Game Pass. But a free upgrade. To a Xbox Series X version of the game, which they said they'll have different graphical modes, like 4K. I think they even said uh, 120 frames, uh, which is really great. So when I was watching this initially, I was looking at... um, So right now, everyone listening, we have the 30 iconic Bethesda games that are on Game Pass or going to be on Game Pass uh, pretty soon. I'm looking at it, and then I see these icons. You see the icons on the left? Yeah. Look how many games are on cloud. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Like oh, yeah. these are going to be games that you can play. I wish on your they phone. would. I wish they would change their cloud icon. Though. It's hard to see what it means because right? it just looks like a tipped over PC. <laughs> well, they should I mean, actually just put a I controller mean, Jordan, and Jordan, a cloud. A tipped Jordan, over Jordan, PC. Watch this. This is my phone. Watch what I do when I play games. According to Blizzard, this is a tipped over I guess, PC. I guess it is. I mean, I get it now that you've pointed out. It's probably a tablet and a phone. But I am just saying they should have just done like a little cloud I mean, your and hand, a controller. Your hand keeps coming into my screen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> don't don't invade this bubble. Get your hand on my screen. But look uh, at this list and look how many are cloud. Oh yeah. Games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A lot Close of my them. mind. Maybe well, I huge. will start playing and on I, my phone. I know a lot of people might not care about this, but if we jump over to the Game Pass PC side, like the PC Game Pass stuff, yeah. look at all that you get look at all the classic Fallouts that we get. That's where Fallout started. Yeah. Uh those old original Fallout games, Fallout. I mean that's well, good stuff. Prey, Rage, Rage Two, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein Two, all the expansions, Oblivion, every Fallout, all the Dishonored, <laughs> every single Fallout, both Evil Within's. Which, if you've not played, Jordan, you would love Evil Within. It might be too scary. No, it's not. It's I. I don't find Evil Within scary. Evil Within Where is was like this, Resident David? Evil. 2. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to sleep with the lights on. <laughs> uh, huge. Well, it's huge. on Game Pass, so I can try. I mean, it that's why you pay seven billion dollars right there. I, I found it interesting that they didn't. I mean, maybe they mentioned it under their breath, but the fact that how many cloud, uh, how many versions of these games are going to be available on cloud is actually super. That's a big push. Yeah, it's a really big push. But it makes sense, you know. They, they also showed spent off, billions of dollars. They also showed off Back for Blood and the new game oh. Contraband. Back for Blood. 
Sorry, let me just say this. First of all, the trailer they showed off made the game look incredible. It, it, it like it, cool. it gets you excited, especially if you played Left 4 Dead back in the day and Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2. You're getting excited. But one of the great surprises and one thing that made me very happy is Back for Blood Game Pass, Game Pass Day One. Game Pass Day One, as well as Contraband. Oh, yeah, let me a new IP from Avalanche, which is under the Bethesda yeah, purchase. Yeah, yeah, uh, Avalanche is known for like Just Cause. Yeah. And so that's going to be interesting to see what contraband is about. Well, I, so speaking of contraband, so I was looking at this. Oh, let me find. I think it's a little before. Yeah, back this trailer. And- it makes me feel like it is a heist game. Contraband. I'm not going to see that. Or yeah, yeah, because yeah, they, they show they it on the show, thing. They show like the planning section. This like a, might be like, like a brass knuckles, baby. Imagine if Forza was payday. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, no, it's it seems because they. That's the vibe I got. An open world co-op payday. That's what I feel like. And then they show like they show the picture right here of the treasure that they can heist. Look at the plan, the layout, what's going the on. Cars, the the cars, everything's going to happen. Border, and, get out. And then as you go along in the trailer, they show the actual, you know, treasure so right here. Yeah. Like this A co-op. co-op. Open world, <laughs> but see, look at their try. Their the car, the truck was stuck, which means David was probably driving. I was probably driving, <laughs> so we got the truck stuck. So uh, screw being stealthy. Let's go in. Yeah, Contraband looks it looks interesting. I'm going to be curious to see what it's all about. It's exciting. That's a new IP. It's going to come to Game Pass. Yeah, these this isn't uh, this. We're we're no longer talking about Bethesda chat. This is uh, we're just going we're just going all over the place about uh, we're excited about these games. Right. Yeah, so. One more that they showed a lot off of, and and if you've played the first one, a lot of people were saying you have to play it. It's it does stuff that no other game does. That is also coming to Game Pass. Stalker Two. Oh, yeah. Stalker Two. Yeah, I've not played the first one. Let me find that. But that trailer that I saw today looked really good. It gave me a lot of Metro Exodus vibes. Well, just a lot of Metro vibes. Yeah. And, and I liked Metro. With with a... The game looked good. With a... What is the word? Like, not superstitious, but when, you know, you're dealing with... Supernatural. You know, supernatural vibe. Do you know what I put in my notes, what this game reminded yeah. me of? Huh. I put, if Half-Life was made today and in Russia, <laughs> I feel like that's what this game would be. Did you ever play Half-Life? Great game. Great. The whole the, yeah, it's, really. it's, I, I mean, actually never did play it. It's Half really, Life. it's really good. It, uh, it's probably super dated now, so it might not yeah. be as good. But at the time, it was really good. Like Half Life has characters like that thing right there that just explodes that we just watched. <laughs> there yeah, are, it looks, it looks interesting. And everybody that played Stalker One, there's like unique me- game mechanics here. You can like get killed at any time out in the Outlands, but that's where you got to go and loot your stuff. And um, and I might be missed, but 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 that's what people have told me and like. They say it's a it's a unique one of a kind amazing experience. So oh yeah, super cool game that's coming to Game Pass. Another Game Pass game, and that's not too far away. It's just next year. Yeah. Now, but before we get into Battlefield, because I know Jordan really wants to talk about Battlefield, I do want to compliment Sea of Thieves. Oh, that was a nice surprise because I I had no idea that was coming. I know that, yeah, but then at the same of, time, well, I figured it might. I know that a lot well, of people might be criticizing like Sea of Thieves with Disney and this. No, Pirates this the is what they need to do. But I actually think this is a good move. I agree with you, Jordan. Yeah, I will go in and play this main story part. This gets well, yeah, me and, uh, into just this story part. I mean, I don't know for sure, but obviously it's going to be co-op because the game is about co-op. Okay, and I yeah. yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's it's the next evolution of Tall Tales. They're they're adding in because I get the vibe it's going to be very campaign driven story uh who knows how long it'll be but the thing is the reason this surprised me is because you guys remember a long time ago it was i think it was during an interview during one of the first e3s where sea of thieves was was at they talked about they don't want to do like 
mainstream pirate trope stuff. So because I because uh, remember I was like, oh, that's a bummer because I'd like to see like you know you know different. Pirate style, Davy so, Jones. Yeah, yeah, like Davy Jones Locker or something like that. You know, and not necessarily thinking about the pirates movies, but just like you know, Blackbeard. Wouldn't that be cool? You yeah. know, if Blackbeard came in and, and the, Captain and, Hook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, different <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, just like they did with Assassin's Creed. Blackbeard was in Assassin's Creed Four, right? You know, but so I was not expecting this at all because I feel I I'll try and find it, but I feel like they talked they talked about like they don't want to do like mains like they want to just. It to be your own pirate adventure. So when I saw this, and hey, the first Pirates movie was really good, in my opinion. So the, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's I why it yeah. launched a whole bunch of. Uh, it's why there's know? fifty there's, others now. There's more of those than Land Before Time videos. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think this is a great partnership, whether you like it or not. Um, well, I mean, whether so, you I, like it or not, I think this is a good addition to the game because of like the story campaign that well, look the, at these environments, what we're doing. Well, the so, direction is good. Yeah. What we're talking about, I don't think we've actually mentioned it. Oh but, yeah, but Jack Sparrow. There's a scene where Jack Sparrow is in this, and they're introducing kind of the Pirates of the Caribbean, not you, necessarily universe, but a storyline. Storyline. There's a story arc with the Pirates of the Caribbean, and we we get to see a lot of characters coming from that mm-hmm. uh, storyline, like you know. I think we saw well, we Davy Jones, Davy Jones. Dutchman. Correct. We see yeah. all those new bad guys. And I love shot. that ship coming out. That part gave me chills. Well, the thing is, like, is, that's how this game should be. They already had ships coming out of the water like that. All they needed to do was pay for the rights for the Flying Dutchman. And yeah. it's an intimidating ship. I, as I was watching this, now I've not played Sea of Thieves for years now, but as I was watching this, you whether you like this game, whether this game is for you or it's not, you've got to respect Rare. You've got to respect Microsoft. Sea of Thieves is crushing it. And they this, are, they're, this doing they, they're doing a great job, and uh, this is further proof of that. And it's it's the next iteration, I think, as to what Sea of Thieves is going to be. Well, let's let's. I mean, this gets me excited. I don't know how long this campaign is going to be. I don't know what necessary if it's going to be similar to Tall Tales where we go. But I mean, obviously, it looks like there's there's cutscenes and there's a lot of story driven stuff here. Like this is not the typical Tall Tale that's in the game. Like this is. This is full-on storytelling from yeah. what we're seeing here, and that's what I hope we get. I can't wait to see what they do with the next one. You know what I mean? That this this you can always add to this. Yeah. You can just like like ESO does. It's just chapters. Like this is the Pirates of the Caribbean chapter. You, you can, can do, do another, another chapter. One, yeah. I prefer this method over Tall Tales, to be honest with you. And I did like Tall Tales. I thought Tall Tales yeah. were really well done. But anyway, yeah. see you, thieves. Okay, let's get. Oh, and it's free coming at the end of the month. Let's get to Battlefield 2042. Uh, now, I thought this would have been huge if they could have said, and it's on Game Pass. Yeah. Okay. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? For a second, you know when your mind breaks for a little bit and you're looking at something and it doesn't quite work as well? When I saw Battlefield 24, 2042, I honestly, in this day and age, I thought it was the release date. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, but my, my brain was broken for a second. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but wait, 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 hold on. We're on the Yakuza channel. I know. And right there, so big news, all the Yakuza's are on Game Pass. Yeah, as of one. today. But Yakuza rewind it just, the, just a hot okay, second sorry. when he's, he's super powering up his cell phone. This <laughs> makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, here it is right here. And this is Yakuza in a nutshell. He's super powering. He's like battling with his cell phone and it's like swipe, 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 swipe. And it looks hilarious. Where he calls he's a friend. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to call a friend. He's like super powering up his cell phone and it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Call a friend. Oh, Hilarious, goes, dude. Uh, Yakuza. Hilarious. That was that was that, that was, that was actually another see. big deal because you could now with this edition and it's today. <laughs> Yakuza like a dragon. That hold on, I'm gonna rewind to that <laughs> that scene. That that sums up this scene. Hold on, let me. Oh, did I miss it? Where they're all in diapers? All in yeah. Diapers, and he's like, "What? 
is yeah, yeah. smacks him with the. But anyway, yeah, Yakuza Like a Dragon is on Game Pass as of today, and all the other Yakuza's are on Game Pass too. So I thought that was kind of a nice little <sighs> so touch. Good. Having this like diversity of games, basic I, on Game Pass is necessary if you want Game Pass to succeed worldwide. And, and they're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Battlefield 2042. Can I start with my initial impressions? And then oh, Jordan, yeah. you can do a deep oh, yeah. dive. My initial impressions were, I love, 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 love. When things blow up. The verticality here. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it, to me, what it's doing is it's creating this really interesting perspective where there is, there's three battles going on in this 128-player match <laughs> that is happening. And that is, there's the ground battle on the ground. And that's tanks, that's people, that's infantry, There's and then that's the air-to-ground battle that's happening as well. Then there's the air-to-air battle that's happening that you can see all over the place. And then there's the, the sky battle that's happening on the rooftops of skyscrapers and cranes. There's a grapple hook. It's There's a squirrel suit where you fly. It looks awesome. Yeah. They're doing a lot of, they're doing a lot of stuff that I like. Let's let's do hey, a lot of stuff that's awesome. Go ahead, They're doing a lot of stuff that I like. I mean, let's the trailer was really, the reveal trailer uh, was really good because it showed off the like uh, it showed off the sandbox and which then is Battlefield. Yeah. And then there's this trailer, the gameplay trailer, which is I guess a gameplay reveal trailer. Can you go back? Can I show you something that's awesome? Yeah, show me. Go it. back to that tank running over the car. Watch this. Oh, sorry, it's too far. Yeah, so too far I, I, sorry for people that are listening, but when you watch the trailer, you understand. And look at this. A tank's going to run over the car. Look at the physics of the tank and how the wheels crunch oh. up, like how a tank should move. I don't know how far back. Uh, just go back to where the tank drops on the ground. Okay, that's like at the right beginning. Right here, right here. No, right here. Right here. Yeah, right here. It's right next. Here? This yeah. is it? Okay, yeah. sorry. So anyway, it's that awkward. We're waiting for the, that moment. The physics. So, yeah, no, the physics. Of, for, I mean. Which well, is, well, like, by the way, that like. Here it is. So what? Fire. Yeah. Well, so right after this scene, watch when the tank runs over. Look at its tracks. Right. Oh, dude. Start Shooting up. cars in the air. Oh, dude, this game. I know it's gonna. It's gonna be. Well, they brought back the sand. Look, watch that. See the tracks. How oh, it like? Yeah. Or even the tires blew out yeah. vertically. For so, those listening, that was about twenty minutes and forty-eight seconds <laughs> yeah, into yeah, the trailer. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Back to the. the they're doing a lot of good, cool stuff. So the trailer does an excellent job of showing off the sandbox of the game. And I think that's what Battlefield 5 was missing. Yeah, Remember a while ago yeah. we talked about the three pillars? They're nailing the f- one pillar. I'm going to uh, pause it on this. So we the the this. sandbox of the game. And this feature, I think, adds to the sandbox. So we paused it on a part where you basically can change the loadout of your gun. It's called the plus system. Basically what you can do is you can't, act- you can't change the current gun that you have, but you can go into a sub-menu, and it's very similar to if you've played Crisis, where you pull it up and you change stuff. But you can change the muzzle, the sight, the foregrip, and the magazine that you have. All the uh, all the bonus attachments to your gun, Ex- mm-hmm. you can rotate out, which is interesting because right before this part in the scene uh, of this trailer, so a windstorm came. And everybody ran inside, and some people went into the elevator, and now they're changing their guns. I found it, me and Jordan were talking about this earlier, I found it very interesting that this happens right after the sandstorm. It makes it so you can adapt your guns from an outside long range, maybe, to an inside uh, urban combat, in, inside a building style gameplay. So there's this, that... You know, versatility of the loadouts that you can do mm-hmm. without dying, having to die. 
Also, can I mention, I think it's a genius way to reset vehicles oh, by having uh, a sound storm come in and kill a tornado. Everything. Well, actually, what's <laughs> I think interesting that's genius. Yeah. is if you, so the, they have uh, jumping in, jumping, so the Mark nailed the plus system. That's basically it. You can, while, without dying, you can change from a long range gun to a close range gun, yeah. depending on your situation, which I think is great. Now, what's interesting, so they're adding back weather effects, and we got to see a lot of weather effects in this game. Now, what's cool about this is a tornado which is what you see and a sandstorm to my knowledge are actually two separate weather effects. So we, cause you, there's other maps where it's just a tornado that comes in. So we actually got to see a sandstorm come in and then a tornado came in to turn into like the biggest dust devil you've ever yeah. seen in your life from stranger things. I feel yeah. like we're playing on yeah. stranger things. So I am a tiny bit worried about the tornado stuff. But is it going to be a nuisance or is it going to add to the game? I think it's it's they, it needs to be. I think it needs to be done very carefully. Well, and I very think look at like it's taking how, out aircraft. Yeah, it's yeah. taking Let's out. Let's watch that again. Oh, by the way, the squirrel outfits are awesome because you could probably stay in the air forever in <laughs> that storm. Yeah. <laughs> because look at the physics here. The the choppers are struggling. Like yeah. it's getting sucked around. You can see the aerial fight that's going on between people right here. I'm going to pause it. You can see the aerial like, fights oh and they're being spun around. Yeah. A, big old funnel of so, terrifying twister and they're still in combat so spicy you think this is a way to balance the vehicles i i actually do uh look so look i'm gonna pull it back to uh before when they all run into the building watch how many vehicles go down here this is it right here so we're watching uh well, look at the physics of the trees yeah. the wind the debris. watch all these vehicles just go skadoosh well, cars are flying now boom, in boom, the air run inside yeah i feel like this is a good inside this is a genius way mm -hmm. to mid map like mid game Wipe reset the vehicles now what's interesting because it can get really unbalanced well what's interesting too is is that that I think I think well, there's I like some this. yeah oh, sandbox yeah. are showing off the yeah, sandbox. sandbox that's so what cool. this trailer is doing yeah, what they the did sandbox, everybody they were yeah. watching is they drove an ATV off the roof into a helicopter off of a skyscraper that <laughs> yeah. had C4 on it yeah. right into a helicopter <laughs> so, and blew it up now what they're doing I, I think there's some legitimacy to what you're saying about it wiping the map because there actually is a feature in the game where you call in your own vehicle now uh, so basically, gone are the days where you're waiting at the spawn for the tank to respawn. You can actually Smart. call. You can actually call in your own. That makes it now. I don't know how so, that's. Well, sorry, Andrew. Okay, go ahead. Well, I I feel like one of the hardest parts about playing Battlefield is not being able to play in the vehicle that you want mm -hmm. because it's always someone's always camping it, and right when it spawns, it's gone. Yes. Now that being said, I don't know how helicopters and stuff will work in jets, but if when you see the the tanks coming down, those are call-ins from players. Okay. And actually, it sounds like the way you have to do it, and this may be kind of annoying, you have to do it from a tablet. Like, it's like the old commander system, oh, you know what I mean? Like, if you call it in from a tablet... A I think that's a bad move. Yeah, I do too, but we'll see what they do and how it works. You that's, know? Well, that's, just, that's just that's assumption. That's well, no, that's what, that's what a lot of people are talking about. I personally hope there's an in-game way to do it. Remember that was but, commander mode? Yeah, commander mode. Although, didn't you guys actually... I just turned out, turned out to like Commander well, Mode. Well, because it leveled me up. <laughs> and I just, while I was taking uh, a Duke, I could level uh, up. Overall, after seeing Battlefield, confidence restored, well, excited, hype. What do you think, Jordan? Uh, well, yeah, no, they, they showed off the sandbox, and that's... That's, that's I think what you one of the see. biggest pillars of. They went modern combat, well, slightly future modern combat. I hope they don't. Twenty forty two. Yeah, I hope they don't go super futuristic with it because I do think Battlefield's best setting is modern it's combat. Present. I do like a little bit into the future with all this stuff. There's just a couple more things I want to mention. They've re they've changed the class system, which 
it'll be interesting to see how it works, and I kind of like it. So you have your four classes in Battlefield, Assault, Engineer, Heavy, and Support, or Scout, whatever you want to call it, Recon, depending on the game. There's no longer classes that you choose. There's specialists that you pick that are from those classes. So, for yeah. example, the grapple hook. Not everybody has a grapple hook. <laughs> this this guy, his name's like his name's McKay. I think he's from Canada. Cool. He, he, his gadget is the grapple hook. Okay. So every every specialist is going to have one gadget and a perk. Well, that that's goes cool. With so it. it's kind of like a Rainbow Six. Yeah, Hero? it's similar to operators, yeah. but I don't think like like for example, his gadget is the hook. We assume because we've only seen four specialists, and I guess they're launching with ten. Um, the squirrel suit uh, we assume is going to be a specialist. His mm-hmm. gadget will be the squirrel suit. He doesn't die if you jump off a building. Yeah, he has a squirrel suit. The uh, there's another specialist, uh, one of the medics. So it obviously comes from the medical class. She has a dart that shoots and can revive people from a distance, so she doesn't have to run up to him. She can shoot him with the dart, right? So, and then there's, I think, a recon who basically can send out a drone that sees everybody around him, and then he has... A, so every every specialist will have a gadget and a perk that goes with it. Now, what's cool about the specialists, and I actually think this is another good addition to the game, is because they're doing specialists instead of classes... Your specialist isn't locked to a certain loadout. If you want to be a quote-unquote recon specialist on the front lines with an assault rifle, you can. So you're not, just because you're picking someone who should be in the recon class, you know, in traditional Battlefield games, you can still carry an M16. You don't have to have a sniper rifle, uh, which I like the freedom of being able to do that with your loadout and, and different things. Anyway, I think that part's really cool. And then I guess it's worth mentioning the scale of the game. 128 players, 64 versus 64 for one game mode. Now, that is just on next-gen consoles. So I think it's a, isn't it 124? Is it 128. So it's 64 versus 64. Oh. Which is 128. That's good math. Yeah, nice. Yep. <laughs> so, which is only on Xbox Series consoles, PlayStation 5, and PC. Older Did so. consoles have the traditional 64 player, and the maps are actually scaled back okay. to those consoles. So, they're not. You so, know, this is know. intended to be a next gen experience. Well, at its best performance, right? Yeah. You know, but, but that being said, if you do only have an Xbox One, it is tailored to that console, I guess. Yeah. If you would, if you would say that, a lot of games here at the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Let's wrap up with two. Let's wrap up with Flight Simulator. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. it's already been over an hour. Flight Simulator. Then there's a lot of games, you know. Just there's a lot of games like we missed, They're like uh, Psychonauts, Fallout, Party Animals, which looks hilarious. Yeah, that looks like a game. That, that looks, looks like Spicy's like game. Human yeah. Fall Flat, but Human with mini Fall games. Flat, but you fight each other. It's like a party game. Battle Royale. I called it Smash Human Fall Flat <laughs> with animals. Yeah. A Plague Tale 2, which looked pretty cool. Yeah, Requiem. Interesting anyway, story-based. Slime Rancher 2. Shredders. Now, Shredders really appealed to me. It's a snowboarding game. Yeah, by Riders for Riders. By Riders yeah, for Riders. Yeah, that's right. That's Shredders. what they said. <gasps> yeah. I wonder if it's going to be... And I, it was super chill. Like, yeah, that's it's a, a game <laughs> that's not supposed to... You know, like you've had 10 Red Bulls and you're like yeah. amped up. It's a game that you can just relax and snowboard down a mountain. Yeah. Well, I didn't look too much into Shredders other than the trailer, but I wonder if it's going to be more simulator E because no, of- I think it's more 1080. That's what yeah, I, that's yeah, what it reminded yeah, me of. Yeah. If 1080 was built today, yeah, which which might has some simulation aspects, but I think uh-huh. it's going to be that hybrid. It's the Forza Horizon of snowboarding. Oh, okay. 
Uh, anyways, a lot of games. Go go watch the trailer. We can't cover them all, but I, there was I'll, that many. I want to talk about real quick, David. I know yeah. we're we're trying to wrap up a little bit, but after Halo, they had Diablo friggin' two. No, oh, and that trailer and that series was fantastic. So let me ask you this: I actually had this question, and I, that I wanted to ask you guys about Diablo two. I never played Diablo two. Diablo. I did, the first Diablo I played was Diablo three. Okay. In twenty twenty one. When Diablo 2 drops in this remade mode, will it be superior to Diablo 3 or will it be hindered by old mechanics? By the game that changed all other games? Yeah. Well, yeah, well that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, Because what, what Diablo 3 has is it's very smooth. It's very, like, the combat is really there. It, it perhaps doesn't have the depth that a, that a Diablo 2 or, or they tweak some things. But well, from a gameplay standpoint, will so, it be superior to Diablo three? Because that, that would be yeah, interesting. Well, I would, that uh, I would the case. I would hope because, like for example, Diablo. I think that one of the reasons Diablo three feels so smooth is they don't have eight directional stuff. So, like yeah. back in the day, you had eight directions you can turn. You couldn't do a full sure theoretically a full three sixty. Right. I mean, there might be some purists out there, but I would hope for this remastered version that they basically it make it. Because it looks Diablo good. 3 smooth with Diablo 2 story. Yeah, right? because the reason that I asked that is it looks it looks good. It it looks really good. And if it's if it's that good and like an iconic game that changed everything else, in my mind, if, if the gameplay is the same or similar to Diablo 3, then why would you not just play Diablo like Diablo 2 could be a better selling game in 2021 than Diablo 3. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you're saying so wait, what are you saying? <laughs> Uh, you're saying <laughs> does this overshadow Diablo three? Oh, one hundred percent, in my opinion, one hundred percent. Like one someone that's the never Lord played, of Action RPGs. Like, that's what. No, no, no. But but someone that's never played Diablo two, it's not like a. For instance, I don't think if you've never played Halo Master Chief, if you didn't have played Halo one before, I don't think you go back to Halo one and you're like, well, oh, this is better than Halo five. Yeah. I don't think you do that. But see, here's the but deal. you do that with this. But with shooters, I think shooters are much different than these dungeon crawler games i think i think these are similar to platformers okay. where they hold up a lot more i think you can even still play the old version and yeah you're only you're limited to what the eight directions, eight directions you can walk yeah. but that's kind of the charm of the game like, look how good that looks yeah it looks it really looks they well and i think really exciting I, eight I player co-op i would assume i mean maybe they'll have a classic mode but i would assume they'd get rid of the eight directional i mean they'd make it well it looks more, like you know, from the battle that i'm seeing it does look like it's yeah and, and what I'm saying is that's kind of, I don't think that's a limitation like frame rates is a limitation in uh -huh. shooters. Yeah, yeah. I think that it's part of the charm of the game. And to this day, you can still play NES platformers and they still hold up. Yeah, that's true. Because they're, you're not necessarily worried about Twitch. Oh, well, what's really cool is it looks like they've redone the cutscenes, which is fantastic. Oh, some Something I wish they would have done for Warcraft Reforged. Some of the best cuts. Well, here we yeah. go. Let's jump in. Let's jump into Flight Simulator because that's on everybody's mind. But I, I, I just want to say, I'm really yeah. And excited. by the way, yeah, Flight yeah. Simulator is coming out next month. Next month, month everybody. The end of next on month. On the Series X, Cooper Top Gun add-on looks cool. Yeah. So what happens is they showed off Flight Simulator. You can fly. Here's flying with your friends. Oh yeah. Looks and really it comes good. Out of nowhere. And then to the Maverick song. And there's a Top Gun add-on launching from an aircraft carrier. 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 Jordan, flight simulator on the Series X. I was telling Spicy before the show, I think 
a lot of people think Flight Simulator is a very niche game, and I think traditionally it has been niche because you know you need a very specific rig to play a joystick to get hardcore. But on a console with controllers, Flight Simulator games work great. I'll give you an example. And this isn't Flight Simulator, but flight games. Uh, Star, Star Fox, right? The number one selling game because it just feels good flying with joysticks. Flight Simulator is going to be that same kind of feel, but with realism and this epic world on a Series X where you're not missing a beat. I, I think it's going to get out of a niche game. I think it's going to be a big game for, for Microsoft. I really do. I think this game sets Microsoft apart from any of the competition because yeah. there's nothing else out there like it on any other console. No, exactly. Well, and I was I was actually talking to our barber about this game. Yeah. I said that's when you know things get real. Yeah, when it's at the barber bring shop. up the barber yeah. shop discussions. So no, because he he was asking me, uh, you know, what what I think is going to happen. Am I, you know, we're talking about any maybe surprises? And I said, well, my surprise would. I mean, I know they're going to probably show off Flight Simulator, but I would like the surprise to be like available now. You know how they do that like every year, yeah, like yeah. oh, it's available now. You know, uh, unfortunately, we have to wait another month. Yeah, that's okay. July twenty seventh. Yeah. But I think this is, and he's excited to play it too. One, because it's on Game Pass and he's a big plane guy, but he didn't play it with as much on the PC. So he's excited to play it with us on the console. And it's just going to be fun to fly around. Yeah. There's well, something I, about, I mean, I'm going to be using my Thrustmaster, but. Well, some of my greatest moments in, in life is when me and Jordan hit the Grand Canyon together yeah. and just stared out the windows together. <laughs> now, a thing of beauty. Now do it in a it is, F-15 here or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine like flying through like, let's, let's work, the closest big city to us is Salt Lake yeah, City. Tom Can Pat. you imagine flying through, you know, <laughs> yeah, through the university on the, Woo! yeah. So no, I'm but do flybys. Get the, you know, the fat guy with the coffee. <laughs> I want to spill someone's coffee. <laughs> It is important to mention, though, that this, it looks like, which is to not be a surprise because this game kind of cranks your computer a little bit, it, it looks like it's only Series S and X. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not just, not yeah. the previous gen. So you it do have actually, to have a newer console. It fried to, Loyal Doyle's. Yeah. Yeah. One of our community, very, you know, friend of the community, fried his computer while we were playing with him. He said, guys, there's smoke coming out of my <laughs> yeah. computer. Well, do you and remember? literally fried his graphics card. Do you remember when, uh, I think it was on the show I said it, I was like, yeah, the game actually runs really smooth. It's, it's pretty optimized. But that was like, we had only played like an hour, right? And that was before we pulled up what usage it was using. That game uses it. It uses a lot. It comes up with a warning and says, "If you have data caps, don't." Oh play yeah, because of the streaming. But then, like, if you look at how much RAM and CPU, it's like it's actually pretty. It's a pretty intensive game. So I'm seven downloading the updated satellite imagery. I'm really impressed that they got it to as high fidelity as they have it on these new consoles. Yeah, know? I mean, I think that's. I think this sets the Xbox Series X apart. I think this is going to be a bigger selling point than we can imagine because I think this removes the entry to barrier that made this game niche for, for so long for a lot of people, i.e. a big PC rig. And you can play as Maverick. This fall. I know, that's awesome. This fall for free. Top Gun, oh my god. The last gosh. game that I want to talk about that I found I find interesting, and, and we're getting a lot of these games coming out, this team-based shooters campaign against hordes of mobs, but this one looks interesting and it looks unique, and this is from a, another game, Benefit of the Bethesda Purchase, from Arcane Studios, a new IP, Redfall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that looked and, and, very and the, interesting. And the difference here, it looks like single-player co-op. So, like, it's a campaign, campaign co-op, rather, I should say. It looks like a campaign co-op game, and instead of fighting, instead, it looks like Diablo. You, It's Diablo with with Left 4 Dead teammate-based. Diablo Overwatch. 
No, I got a lot of left the, for, I got a lot of Left for Dead vibes from it. Yeah, but it's with but it's with vampires and oh yeah and, yeah 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 and you know super supernatural beings and yeah and we have powers yeah have powers. Dude, we powers. can like shoot mind that, bullets that guy's gonna be spicy the, with the hooded dude totally I'm the I'm the phone YouTube guy <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think Jordan I think Jordan's the girl that can float in the air that, that yeah he he's he's the utility character or this invisible dude oh that that's Mark that's me of course yeah so it looks like it, it looks it honestly looks like Left for Dead with hero based abilities like every hero has a, an ability you know see that's I, exactly what it looks like I think it looks I, I like the idea of this being like these supernatural oh, yeah, yeah. players that you're playing. That's against. Jordan right there. Yeah, dude. Sure floating power, us up. You see, you remember, because you're making it, you're calling the shots. You're the raid leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're saying, move to the building top now. And you throw down that, that elevator and we all go up there. See? Look, dude. And then your bad guy's this like ultimate vampire dude that now you've got to beat down. Yeah, no, this is this is a really and cool game. Assistance. And it's coming, it's said it, it's coming summer 2022. So. It'll probably just come around to E3 next year. Yeah. yeah. But no, and then this is the other one that was a Xbox exclusive. But that again, that's just a benefit of that Bethesda deal. Dude, fantastic. Very, very exciting. No, yeah, they're going to lean on that deal like crazy because L- it costs them a lot and it'll make them a lot. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some questions. We took some questions. We'll just get into a couple questions I'll start this the, week. Let me start the press conference over. Is that okay while we talk about yeah, this? Yeah, to submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1Bros. Everybody that's a member has access to the questions. Um, I do want to start with, let's go to It's Mint. It's Mint says, hey, bros, uh, it's been, what game were you most excited for? Let's, let's skip that part and let's go. What game has you going, meh? Was there a game that was like, eh? Um... I've got one that initially I was really excited for two years ago when we saw it, and now I'm le- I'm just like, eh, doesn't do a lot for me because and on, not because it's not going to be a good game, but because other games appeal to me so much more, and that is Twelve Minutes. Well, Twelve and, Minutes when yeah, we saw it yeah. two years ago, it was like, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah, I would cool. I would probably agree with that. I'm not. And I don't think it's, it's going to be a bad game. I just think I'll be interested in well, other games. Yeah, there's just so many other bigger hitters here that I'm like, eh. I think I think. I think the last, well, we've seen it and it really didn't show us much more. And I think that's probably why. Because I really think it's an interesting concept. I like these games. It's like a puzzle, time puzzle. Mm -hmm. I love those kind of games that are just different that are my in between games. That let's say I've been playing Valhalla for, you know, three and a half months and uh, and there's another open world game that I'm about to play. This is the in between game that I'm really going to enjoy. Uh, and I, I feel like this is that kind of game. The problem is we've seen it. We know kind of we don't really know much more than what they've showed yeah. us two years ago. And well, so that, at least not from this. Now, there's there's, there's other other gameplay at E3, the, the, you know, where you, we can see more. But from this conference, I, I it just meh. it's like, you know, there's so many other big hitters in this conference. Well, see, today, I don't know if I was, I was like, really I don't, I don't know if I was like, yeah, I just I think it looks cool and I'm excited to play it. And I will play it because it's what game know, is this? It's going to be on game, but no, I'm talking about twelve, oh, 12 minutes. minutes. Yeah, so. I'm excited to play it. I I don't know if I was like, eh. It's just there's other games I will probably play first. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Great question. It's meant. Can I know, say I also um, grounded? I think I, but that's probably because I've already <laughs> you've played already it. played. Yeah, I think that might have been. Although that new update, you know, yeah. Well, cool. it was the quality of life stuff, right? That yeah. There's now a boss that you can do, and that yeah. So and was, that that trailer was actually pretty good too. Yeah, it was basically like an again update, Obsidian, not a solid trailers mm, from Obsidian. Yeah. When you have when you have stuff like all the other games that we're seeing, I mean, we've talked, we spent an hour and a half talking about all the other games. Those are just like the 
uh, you know, the palate cleansers until the next big announcement. Okay, yeah. Dark Knight writes in, and he wants to know what our top five game trailers at this showcase were. Here's Dark Knight's. Dark Knight's number one was Outer Worlds 2. Number two <laughs> was Halo. Three was Starfield. Four, Plague, uh, A Plague's Tale, number two, which <sighs> Requiem. That's, that looked really good. Yeah, it did. And number five was Sea of Thieves. That's a solid top five. Let's uh, let's go with, with Jordan. You ready to give us your top five? Can you go uh, off the top yeah. of your head? Yeah, so think? I'm going to do so Halo for one. Okay. Uh, Battlefield 2042. Okay. That's one and two. Yeah, one and two. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go back for blood. Oh, you really yeah. like that. No, but that, that guy, I think that's one of my most excited because it's so soon too. I mean, it's not too far away. Yeah. Back for Blood for number three. Got two more. I think I'm going to do... I think I'm going to see... I'm so ex- many to choose from. I'm excited for Sea of Thieves like I really am, but I'm also excited for Stalker and I don't know which one to choose over that. Mm. Well, there's two. You got two slots. No, I know, but the, the one of them is going to be Starfield, mostly just because I'm excited okay. for that so world. We've got Starfield in there. I'll put Starfield at number four. And I'm kind of bouncing back and forth between Sea of Thieves and Stalker. It would probably be Stalker, then Sea of Thieves, okay. but I was really, really pleasantly surprised with, with that Sea of Thieves, Thieves update that we're I, getting because I, I think it's a okay. good addition to the so game. So Jordan's top five are Halo, Battlefield, Back for Blood, Starfield, and Stalker. That's a solid top five as well. You know, I got all, mine ready now. Okay. Here we funny. go. Here's Spicy's top five. First one, Outer Worlds. Oh, because yeah, that was a quality. That was, that was quality. fantastic. <laughs> no gameplay, and that's no, your number one trailer. They were very honest. That's the same. You're, you're agreeing with Dark Knight there. Yeah, they were very honest, and it's one. Of, it I, was I thought it was one of my favorite trailers I've ever seen. That, go, that goes up there pretty high. Um, I saw, talked about at the beginning of the show, re, uh, Replaced. I feel like that just touched oh, yeah. me in all the right places, which for as looks like an indie style game, that is crazy to me that that's right before Halo is the next one. So Halo was my third. Um, I would say Battlefield uh, was on the list, too, because I really they did a good job on that trailer. They I feel like Battleship Battlefield should be recognized for going back to their roots a little bit. No, they did a great job. And showcasing yeah. them. Well, it was just it was all about the sandbox, you know, the world. Uh before I tell tell you my number five, I want to give some runner ups, David. <laughs> Honorable um, mention. Honorable, Honorable mentions. mentions. Uh I know we've seen this game before, and I know it looks awesome every time I see it, but the ascent I think is right up my alley. Yeah, and that's just next month too, yeah. as well. Super that's excited really about close, that game. Yeah. So, there, I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff on that, and that's just a game that just screams spicy all over it. Yep. And another runner-up is Age of Empires. It's um, a good one. Just because of what uh, that represents. Hundreds of hours I don't lost. Know, the thing is, is, I don't know if I can put them in a top five. Uh, there's <laughs> see, so many good ones. I know. And so that's like one of the runner-ups. We didn't even talk about it on the, on the main part, the earlier part of the show. But my number five, just because of what it is, it had to make the list. The Xbox Series X mini fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the end of the show. Yeah, that was really good. That was probably the best. An actual there. thing that's coming 2021. Holiday. Okay, so let's let's go through Spicy's top five to recap. Outer Worlds two, number one. Yeah. Replaced. Yeah. Solid, solid, unique looking game. Number two, Halo. Number three, mm-hmm. Battlefield. Number four, mini fridge. Number mini five. fridge. I'm gonna pull that up so everyone can see that because it's like see, that's uh, it's, it's like so- you know that album by Green Day, Dookie, that came out in the 90s. There's a hidden song on there. There's a song that I don't know what number it was. 
It's like number six or seven. Uh, but if you let the CD play for like eight minutes, then the song appears. It's like a super hidden song. Yeah. Um, found it by accident. But that's what this mini fridge trailer was. It, 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 it was, was over. It's out the, holiday 2021. Like this. The thanks for watching screen came up. And David, you didn't even see this, right? You turned it. it off. I turned it off. Yeah. You turned it off. But the screen goes out and then there's like this, ooh, <laughs> and it looks like another Series X or something. So let's go through chat. Cooper's see? top five is Forza Horizon 5, Stalker, Starfield, Slime Rancher coming in, and A Plague's Tale. Another solid five. Cooper Ronan's top five is Starfield, Redfall, Halo, mm. Back for Blood, and Euden. Oh, see, that's another yeah, one. Like, you're looking at the list. That was another They're one. That, so good. The, uh... Elliden Chronicle, because they're, they're coming out with two of them, one in 2022, one in 2023. That's another game that has that Octopath Traveler art style, yeah. that 2.5D. Oh, that looked I mean, awesome. I know, it looked really good. Any game on this list can justifiably be in a top five Matt Balzi says Psychonauts and all the 2D, 2D yeah. indies. See, yeah, see, we didn't even talk about Psychonauts very much on the show. Tim Schafer is like one of my favorite developers in the entire world, and it looks good. It looks like a very good game. And Nerdluck says Sea of Thieves. Halo, Shredders, solid on Shredders. I'm really looking forward to that. Horizon and Redfall. It shows you the quality of games the shown, well, like shown, I said, shown this E3. I think any game on this list we have. Here's my top five. Okay. My top five, I start out number one, Forza Horizon 5. Oh, yeah. I see. Where do I put that? Super stoked. <laughs> yeah. I said that's the prettiest looking game I've number ever one. seen. <laughs> number two, because of the Top Gun, Flight Simulator. Uh, yeah. I'm most okay. looking forward to that. And it's free DLC. Then I go Halo, Battlefield, Starfield. My top five. Do you know what's crazy? How diverse, I know you love that word, David, how diverse our lists have been. It's true. Everybody has different, there's so many good games. I mean, my five, I guess, was all shooters, but there were different (laughs) genres of shooters. Great question, Dark Knight. Thank you very much for writing in. uh, How good was this conference? It was was really really well done. I think it's one of the best ones they've ever done. I think we mentioned this on the show, but there was a good 35 minutes of no bullcrap talking. It yep. was pure gameplay, pure trailer, one after another. How awesome. Xbox, you did an excellent presentation. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Last, last question here from Andrew Courtney, and then we'll, we'll get out of your guys' hair. I love this question. Andrew Courtney writes in and says, does this show prove the model that Xbox started with Game Pass will be paying off in the long run? He says, I was already a believer, but man, all these amazing games coming out month after month. Can you guys add an extra day to the weekend for me? Yeah. Does it prove the Game Pass model spicy? This conference. Oh, absolutely. And let me tell you why. Um, Besides, you know, just the sheer awesomeness of what Game Pass is and 27 out of the 30 not watered down games No, these are the full fledged awesome games that you're going to get other developers are starting to kind of get the idea uh, we talked about it before the show David, uh, Devolver Digital I yeah. watched theirs yesterday yeah. uh, there, I think it's, I can't figure out you never know what they say is true or not Yeah, yeah it's always tongue in cheek it's very tongue in cheek but I think, and maybe it's not true, but I, their whole presentation was on about a subscription-based style releasing their games on it, right? I feel like Microsoft was the first mover oh, yeah. in this We've been talking about that, yeah. huge change of how game media is released. Well, what's interesting is they did a post, uh, the head of marketing, I believe, came out and talked about it, and then it was actually on Xbox 
Xbox.com or whatever, you know, Xbox Livewire, this yeah. post. And the statistics are showing, uh, and let me see, I'm doing this off the top of my, my head here, so I could be wrong on the percentages. But it's it's showing, for for instance, it's something like gamers on Game Pass are playing 30% more game, you know, Give longer, or take, yeah, yeah. longer games. Something like 40% different games so they're they're playing games that they've never been playing before and it's working out basically you can go look it up we did a youtube video on it this week but the post talks about how it's good for gamers microsoft and developers like gamers are playing games on game pass that they would have never otherwise played they're playing different genres of games than the other would have otherwise played one of the interesting things is it said hey we have all this data we could see what you were playing before game pass existed and we can see after and what it shows is that you're playing more games for longer in different genres than you were before. And it's true. I'm, I'm taking risks. I'll give you an example of a game that I probably would never try. That is Psychonauts 2. I, I never played the first one, so I'm not invested in it. And I, do, I don't know that it's a game for me necessarily. But with all the hype that's out there, it's coming to Game Pass. I will be trying it out. And, and that's just and it could be a game that I uh, this jewel in my life that I never knew existed. And that's good for developers. That's good for for uh, Vermintide. Vermintide was a game we never we never heard about. We never really yeah, were into. And we all jumped in and, and, and played game. it and it was amazing. And that it gives you this freedom that you otherwise didn't have. They also found that gamers in Game Pass, they're actually spending more money outside of Game Pass buying games. And I can attest to that, too. That's been true anecdotally in my life. Since I'm so satisfied with Game Pass and I'm able to play this variety of games, if there's a game out there that I know is not coming to Game Pass, I am not only more willing to buy it, I just buy it right away without thought. I'm like, well, I'm saving all this money. I'm just going to buy that game. And so I, I can see it's working all the way around. Now, I do wonder about a uh, Devolver Digital. I do think we're going to see, and we're seeing it right now in the, in the Netflix quote Do you think they were space. serious or do you think they were more it's, so making fun so, of it? You got to yeah, watch it. It's yeah, actually it's, a really... I enjoyed their presentation. I always enjoy their presentations, but their their presentations are more of like a satire on yeah. the whole industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really do think, and it fits their it fits their paradigm. It fits their their mold and where they are in the industry yeah. to have a service to get indie games. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of. I mean, for instance, EA has theirs, Ubisoft has theirs. See, here's and here's, I think what ha- is going to happen, and we're seeing it. We're seeing it in the Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max space. There's only going to be a few survivors that well, survive see, long run. That's my question. And I think Microsoft is set up. First movers are going to be there. Yeah. First movers are going to be there, but also breadth. Breath is going to be there. Microsoft has so much power. Well, so. And so much variety. That's what do you, say, do you think someone like Devolver Digital can do that? Because, because Microsoft. We don't I know. Mean, look, not, look at their library, right? It's so huge. If you are. If oh, you're yeah, a Devolver Digital. Of, they, if you're a fan of those types of games. But you're playing Devolver. Digital. Those types of games are on Game Pass. <laughs> well, so yeah. what? So what subscription do you pay for? Like if you're well, only pay for one subscription, you, you know? just you put them on. I mean, you make a Discovery Plus, you make a, or whatever, you yeah. make a HBO Plus, you make you just make whatever you want, and you pull those from Netflix, and then you make your own. Yeah, yeah, that's what so, they did. Because I, so, I was watching Disney the, Plus did it when I was watching the Ubisoft conference. They they were pushing their Ubisoft Plus. Uh, and they're starting to do the same thing, like all their new games day one on Ubisoft Plus. You get them, yeah. and I and I think I think to myself like, well, how long until Microsoft? Because if Microsoft can get Ubisoft Plus, I mean they're golden because they already have EA Play. And I think how 
It was satire. How, how it was satire. Okay, yeah. thank you. So Chad just said it was satire. By the way, can I can I just oh the can I just, Miami? Can I just tell you, Devolver Digital is so cool. You know their last like four presentations, how it's been like this whole storyline, storyline yeah. going down the rabbit hole. The you know all this intrigue. Okay, spoiler alert. I'm going to say how they started this, sure, go ahead, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. funny. I have to give a spoiler alert for a media presentation on e- at E3. Okay. The, the whole thing was a, was a board presentation by one of their employees showing what could have happened in the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was, it's, it was fantastic. They are fun trolls. They are, says. Well, they are. What's so funny. So you remember last week we were talking about how they showcased that there was a sign of Hotline Miami 3 in the back. We saw <laughs> pictures of it or whatever. They had a box. A fan they mail. showed a box for a good couple seconds that said Hotline Miami 3 fan requests. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a box just uh, sitting there. So they funny. are. It was the most trolly thing because I got so excited. It really was. Andrew Courtney, to answer your question, I think we can all summarize. I think this definitely proves Game Pass. Oh, uh, it does, yeah. And I think it's going to be very hard. It's hard, if not un- undeniable, the value that is Game Pass. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to see as <laughs> Game Pass keeps growing like it does, what like Sony and Nintendo will kind of do to answer that, you know? Yeah. The, I think I do think they have Can to Can you respond. imagine a Nintendo Pass? There's a lot of heavy hitters. Yeah, they, <laughs> Nintendo. Would they do that? They don't ever do anything. Whatever. I, I don't. I know, I'm I not know. sure that Nintendo needs to. Uh, I mean, they still charge full price for 15 year old games. I'm not yeah, they re release. I'm not even sure that PlayStation needs to, and I, I'm, I'm not sure that they will until and if Game Pass just becomes so overwhelmingly popular, you have to. Yeah. Well, and by then, that's going to be an interesting move to see. Can you? Once the sh- once the the dollars shift once. They start seeing significant decrease in their purchases of their exclusives. Not necessarily, I don't think they're consoles, but once their exclusives are taking a hit, I think that's when, and maybe they're already prepping for it, man, maybe it's too late at that point, but I think that's when they need to but actually you, have a plan Do in you place. think it would just be their exclusives? Because their exclusives are get you, to get you to come to their console, right? Because they're taking a hit with third party. Like, for example... We saw what what was it through the court case or something like that. We saw the marketing contract for Resident Evil for Resident here, Evil where it said you thing. cannot be on a, a a service. You know what I mean? Obviously trying to prevent because uh, they're well, obviously here, taking those here, third here's, party. Hits. Here's the thing though, what PlayStation has been good at uh-huh. and is good at. Oh well, yeah, is exclusive stories. Oh, they're all in. They bring yeah. they bring a gun to a knife fight. They they. Yeah. They exclusive Call of Duty, exclusive Destiny content, exclusive Call of Duty content. Why would they not go after big hitters themselves? I th- they're very aggressive with their business sure. deals, and I I think that well, they would be. But I think, a but that's what I'm saying. With. They're losing that. They don't have the exclusive Destiny content anymore. And I don't know. Destiny's on Game yet. Pass now. I don't know if they're losing it yet. But that's what I'm saying. If they start seeing their exclusive exclusivity stuff not be doing as well as they had hoped. That's when the red flags are going to start going bing, 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 yeah, bing. Yeah. And I don't think we're there yet. But yeah, because in all honesty, we're still in trial mode. Yeah. How does this work out long run? Does this move people into your ecosystem? And once people are in your ecosystem, it's very hard to get them to move. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's going to be the case. Because and, you have this library. And it's not only do they get into your ecosystem, but are they pulling people away from other ecosystems? That's going to be the question. The big test on Xbox Game Pass, in my mind, is going to come in the PC space. Do... 
because Steam still owns it. I, I, we, we, we're yes, Xbox yeah. Game Pass people. We're Game Pass for PC people. And yet I open up my Steam. Steam is where my library is. It's not on the Game Pass can PC I, version can yet. Can I just say the, Hades. Game, the game that we're looking at now? Yeah, we Hades. never mentioned it. Hades, Hades looks absolutely bat yeah. being crazy. You know, bat beep crazy. <laughs> looks so good. Yeah. Anyways, it's very interesting. It's very fun. It's a fantastic conference. I, we've been very well done this to year. the last three <laughs> conferences. Uh, well, this you know, last two we were in person. This is the third one here, and and I think in in all the generation of Xbox One, I think this was the best conference that Microsoft put together. Agree or disagree, guys? I think this is the best one they've ever had. No, this one's really, 130 really good. Thirty yeah. minutes of injecting my arms hype and gameplay of games. That's yeah. what that was. Yeah, no, absolutely. Was really good. I think it was a perfect. I don't. I don't know how they could have get better. Yeah, even it, a mini fridge at the end. <laughs> a hidden a mini fridge. It's yeah, fantastic. It's it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to be interested to see how it's covered throughout the week. What else we learned this week? But if you haven't seen it, go watch it, guys. Happy E3, everybody. Uh, for everybody that's watching live, since we're at this unique time and it's on a Sunday night, we won't have a post show today. We had a pre-show. so this We'll make it up to you. <laughs> we will make it up to you. Um, so this will be it for, for this evening. But thank you for being here. Uh, for everybody that's listening to us, there are two ways you can support us. Actually, lots of ways you can support us. But uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Or, sorry, iTunes. Uh, and then come over and follow us on YouTube. You can watch watch us live there. I think it's pretty good live in person. <laughs> yeah. It's the three of us, and then we've got gameplay playing above our heads. And uh, chat, you guys manipulate our conversations all the time, which is really yeah, fun to do it's live. fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for being here. This was the great end cap to an exciting week. If you're an Xbox fan, you've got to be excited. We are. Have a great week. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>